0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about the finale of Moon Knight. We're also going to be talking about some of the trailers that got released this week, plus Star Wars Day. So this one's going to be an action-packed episode. Unfortunately, we did have a few technical issues, so there might be a little bit... um, I'm jumping around, but we got it all sorted um, about halfway through. And to just be aware, if you hear my voice going a little bit funny, we were all trying to fix it. But anyway, guys, let's jump into it. So let's start off, first off star wars day was on may the 4th um celebrations not really there was something going on at disneyland but it was generally quite a a small thing there wasn't a huge amount of stuff going on um for this year's star wars day on disney plus we had the new disney gallery the uh the book of boba fett which is all the behind the scenes making of i'm gonna be honest wasn't really that into- I, I found this one a real struggle to get through it was, it was nothing like the original uh, gallery where we had a talk and there was a this definitely felt like this is some extras from the, from the, from the movie when we made it. And yeah, I, I just really just wasn't so keen on the gallery. What about you? Uh, unfortunately, I have to agree. I was
1: really hoping that we would get more insight into the, to the show, what the creators were thinking, what they wanted to do with the story. And they really just didn't have much of that at all. And instead, it, it, it felt like an extended ad for Boba Fett, which was odd considering we've already seen boba fett uh, yeah. and i don't think you're going to watch this without having watched that first but yeah i i wonder if they just lacked the resources for it because again it was shot during mm. COVID, and they might not have had been able to have people like filming behind the scenes stuff and they didn't do the um the round table like they did in the Mandalorian. Yeah. So i don't know um it's not a bad watch but it yeah.
0: it's it's a thing it'll Is be she... forgotten about next yeah. week It should have been out. It should have been about two months ago. I think they held it back off the Star Wars Day on purpose. Wasn't really anything else. They didn't like upgrade any of the key art. They didn't kind of. There was a little bit of a push on the front page with the logos and stuff changed. But generally, it was quite muted. Um, I mean, generally as a whole, it seemed to be a bit muted in terms of Star Wars. There was a couple of announcements i um, with a brand new series called uh, Light and Magic, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus on July the 27th. And this is a documentary, six episodes all coming at once about industrial light and magic here. They'll the geniuses behind all the special effects and stuff on the films and the series. So that's pretty cool. Um, people will get an early look at this at Star Wars Celebration on um, Friday, the May 27th. I suspect we'll probably get a trailer as well. But in some ways, this is that same problem. Star Wars celebration is probably why we've not really seen a lot from um, Star Wars Day.
1: Yeah, it, except it's not even just like we didn't get a whole lot of content. It's the retailers really didn't uh, pop out for Star Wars Day either. Like I was kind of casually browsing, wasn't going to buy anything for the sake of buying anything, but keeping an eye on local retailers and then stuff like Shop Disney and uh, the Lego Store. Yeah, I <laughs> I skipped the the trailer, and I'm, I'm at the point now where yeah, you know, it's out in less than a month. I, I don't want to accidentally see something I don't necessarily want to see. Um, but yeah, it, I'm glad they released the trailer. They're keeping the the information going, keeping the buzz going, getting Twitter and Facebook and such, uh, you know, talking about it. That's the important part. But yeah, I, I'm I will not be touching the trailer. I won't be watching any of the 30 second ad slots that are I'm sure going to be popping no. up very shortly. And uh, nope, just looking forward to watching the show as uh as cleanly as i can at the end of this month
0: yeah no um yeah it's definitely definitely not um not so good in terms of how all of this is i don't know just it just felt a little bit flat and stuff
1: yeah it i I wonder how much of it is is simply that you know uh we're coming out of covid or we say we're coming out of covid anyway um and you know, the last several months, they just had no time to prepare anything uh, in terms of merchandise and stuff. Obviously, putting a trailer together is a bit different than you know making a uh, you know a new action figure or a new Lego set or something like that for the day. But uh, we'll see. I, I guess next year will be the real test for for May the Fourth if it continues to be a thing, if it rebounds, or if Disney just kind of like qu- quietly lets it slide off
0: to the side. Yeah no it's it's not so good on terms of that. And um, we also did get some trailers this week. We got one for The Valet, which is coming out on the 20th of uh it's coming out on 20th of May on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus everywhere. Else. Um trailer just looked it kind of just it's a comedy, a romantic comedy kind of thing with two people brought together that shouldn't be it was a little bit weird of like how much older he is than the the woman in it it looks a bit of fun I, i'm wanted to give it a go i'm not expecting a lot but if i get a few laughs out of it it should be good yeah pretty much the same i i
1: think the ignoring the age gap thing even without that it looks pretty generic it looks pretty straightforward as a odd couple rom-com mm. i'm sure it'll be funny enough that both of the lead actors are seem like they're entertaining and they, they're having fun with it but I, I don't it does not at this point look like it'll be anything special or you must go and get a, a hulu uh, or a yeah. you know a Disney plus subscription to to watch this
0: we also yep. got a trailer for Hollywood Stargirl, which is coming out on June the 3rd trailer looked lovely but fine if you said to me that this was just movie x starring grace i wouldn't think it was anything to do with Stargirl because this is so it seems so different from the first one that it just feels like a just a very romantic film about two people that you know fall in love it didn't really feel that same star girl kind of thing and maybe it feels a little bit that's how i felt
1: no i i actually agree the i i saw the trailer and i it's kind of like do i even want to watch this trailer i don't i don't know but i, I sat down and i watched it and like oh this actually looks nothing like the original at all. Like almost all of the the tropes are gone. The setting is completely different. The only thing that's that's still there is that you know her mom is uh, you know a, a wandering uh, can't set down roots person, and uh, it would not surprise me if at the end of this the mom continues on, but the but the girl herself is actually like no, I'm, I'm ready to set down roots and and stay here with this guy. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see, and I. I say that knowing I, e- even with the trailer being better than the first one, kind of like, I don't know if I will wait and see on this or not. But it does look better. It looks like a much more
0: interesting film. Moving on from there, we also had another brand new trailer drop this week, which was "We Feed People," which is coming to Disney Plus on july the 27th so this one will be um a national geographic documentary with ron howard it's all about um a chef called jose who basically goes out and i think it's been filmed over like 10 years and stuff where they sort of f- feed people when there's crises and like natural disasters and stuff and they have to do a lot more and stuff um looks pretty interesting it's definitely a bit different from the obi-wan kenobi series which is dropping that same day but yeah it looks it looks fun i mean i wouldn't say it looks fun it just looks a little bit interesting it looks interesting enough i'm
1: curious how it will go as a documentary though mm. um cuz the trailer at least it it doesn't seem to indicate what the main story will be obviously it'll be about the the chef himself and you know the work he does but will it just be an hour of him hopping to place to place and and providing food or is there some sort of context to it, like fundraising efforts or something like that. It's National Geographic, so I've got faith in it, but the trailer didn't sell me on the um, we have a very important thing to teach you about aspect of it, right?
0: Okay, so moving on from there. Before we go into the our reviews, let's talk now about our Patreon and YouTube channel members who support the channel, help us kind of keep everything going, all the software that we need, all the funding and stuff that we need to do um, at this podcast and channel. So a big thank you to Raphael, uh, Dana. We've also got Dan, Ben, Adam, Ricky. We've got Dave Mahmoud. We've also got my VCR still works. Dina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. And a huge thank you also um, to Andrew, Elliot, Jacob, Caleb, Red Marsman, Erogy, Chris, Cody, Darren uh daniel the juice lauren paul and also a huge thank you to sarah for your help today i um, do apologize if there's been a few little audio blips and stuff we've been having some real technical difficulties recording this one today so that's why it's a little bit shorter because we've filmed some segments multiple times um and tried pretty much everything but let's now jump into some um reviews so i'm going to talk now about our brand new disney plus original series coming on wednesday called um Ozzie Keen, I I probably completely butchered it, it is um, a new French Disney Plus original, it's got four episodes, and it's all about um, a young student who ends up getting brutally killed by the police, and it's the um, build-up to what happened, um, what happened after it, in terms of how it ripped apart the family, but also... Um, the investigation into his death. Um, it's pretty um, you know, it, it's it's full on do don't, I I don't know if it's been officially confirmed for Hulu yet. I think it was in the press release, but it wasn't mentioned um in the so this one's coming on Wednesday again in all four episodes. This is a high quality drama series. Um I watched the dub version, thankfully, because if it was subtitled, I'll be honest. I probably wouldn't have got through it. Um very, very good high-quality one. This is a top top tier uh series this is definitely if you enjoy like um anything like really do like crime and police very much police corruption that's the kind of the key thing here trying to hide stuff from the public um because it's set during the 80s when this uh, this is a real based on a real story um yeah fascinating fascinating um uh series really enjoyed this one
1: i had heard nothing about this series i actually had to look it up uh, when you're like oh we're going to talk about this this week I'm like I okay uh, but yeah I hope it comes out over here I'd like to watch it uh, it, it sounds like it'll be a very difficult series mm-hmm. uh, it, based yeah. on your description and also what I read about it and the events that it's
0: based on but it also um, it brings in like stories about uh, sort of the influence because they're um, Algerian and the racism that they saw because and the, how like the police basically like get away with stuff because they were just attacking people and you know trying to blame him for being like a terrorist and all kinds of stuff. and then they like the story just like revolving you know the, the the what was happening to their family what was happening to the police people that were involved very good series. um this again is in that like um a top tier level this is um very much different to kind of in that like parallels or family uh the weekend family one this is and a very different tone you're kind of i would almost say more along like the the like a hbo fx level series it's, it's much more um mature and grown up and yeah i i i thoroughly recommend this one too if you if you're into your police dramas and things um and like, this, it's only four episodes about that they're about an hour a piece so it's not a huge time investment in each one um but yeah it's very well shot very well made I really enjoyed this one, and the I wasn't on my well, wasn't really too much on my radar. I, this is the thing now of all these like international ones. It's like okay, you're watching. It's like, will I enjoy it? Will I not? But this is one of those kind of like, yeah, um, I'm glad I watched this one. This is like, oh, this has been on another network. I probably wouldn't have watched it, but I'm glad. I'm really glad that I have. It was almost pulled me in on something which I think was good.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping this comes over here. I'll have to check to see if it's coming on mm-hmm. Hulu, uh, but. it even uh even if they're not good, and I'm not saying this one isn't, it sounds like it is very good. A lot of times you learn about things that you didn't know about. Like this, I I I don't know anything yeah. about it. Uh, it's a dist- a distressingly familiar story, unfortunately, yeah. but I, I don't know the particular events of this. But even talking about some of the other ones, like um Snowdrop from Korea, yeah. like I, I ended up dropping it after five or six episodes, but I learned a lot about Korea that I did not know. I I knew nothing about this 1986, 87 um uprising thing and exact same year this one yeah exactly the same year uh, well i guess the 80s were kind of rough um but learning about these things is very important and if it being a well done series which it sounds like this one is uh that's that's cherry on top kind of deal
0: and Mm. yeah uh, i will be checking this out if it becomes available in the states yeah yeah definitely a high recommend this is where that thing of like pulling in international originals really starts boosting the quality of content and I like you say a very different story something I knew nothing about from a different angle um and I that's sometimes what I enjoy sometimes with these shows of you get to see something a little bit different and this one was came out of nowhere for me um the screener came in I thought I'll I'll give this one a go I watched all four episodes back to back that was that was and that's not you know that's rare for me to do that with this one so I I, a thorough recommendation for that one so that will be coming on Wednesday next week um, so do check that one out. I know it's at least confirmed for like the UK, Canada, or Australia, France, etc. Um, moving on from there, um, we also had the finale of Marvel's Moon Knight. Um, so we're gonna talk about that one. We'll kind of rove into a little bit more of about Moon Knight as a whole. But um, I it was like a really weird finale because it kind of it was really rushed. It felt like it, it went a little bit fast, um, but at the same time. I really liked it, it kind of, um, it yeah, it, it definitely felt to me like this was a really, it was a solid ending. I would have liked something a little bit, more. I don't know what it was. it was, it was just, it missed something, you know what I mean? Well, rushed, I, I think rushed
1: really describes it, It. we were talking about it last week, like how are they going to wrap everything up and make this satisfying in, in the 45 minute time sign? Like, and the answer is they didn't, there, there's a lot of stuff here. Now, granted, we knew some of the stuff was going to kind of roll over into whatever comes next, uh, whether he'll show up in other things, whether he won't show up in other things, whether he'll get a, a second series, like the Fist of Vengeance or, or whatever. But there were a lot of pieces where he's like, yeah, you, you left a lot of plot points hanging with no clear path to resolution for him. Uh, you got to knock a couple points off for that, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: it kind of. I would probably say like a four out of five for the finale. Um it was. I enjoyed it, and there were some key moments in there that I read. Really, I mean, that the big fight scene in the street. You know, we had Conchu versus the Gator. Like, you know, a full on, um, like that fight was fun. Then we had, um, was it uh, the Scarlet Scarab? Um, which is a brand new a hero I've never heard of, um, right. and I don't. And I think in the comic books, like they've completely. T- basically taking a, a character from years ago and completely like changed her up so that was kind of interesting to see her get brought in as a, a full-blown superhero um but yeah it kind of i also also quite like the idea that they kind of like mark and steven had kind of made peace with with one another um and i you know the, it kind of ended and you're like oh right um Mm-hmm. Yeah, well where does that leave? Where and of course then we get the post credit scene. Right. Um, um yeah. Which I loved. <laughs> I loved that. But, um it definitely kind of like, oh, because they obviously they blanked out at one point, and then we knew that somebody else had taken over, but we hadn't um we had, still hadn't been officially introduced to him, and then we see him at the end and it's like, okay, there we go, that's where he's coming back. That's the that's the key getting back in. Um, um was it? don't uh, yeah he's it's not all over he he no. not all for all, not all of uh mark has given himself back to um not, not having superpowers anymore yeah and and it's you know there there have been moments throughout the series where
1: we've gotten glimpses of this character i think yeah. in episode five we actually may have physically seen the character yeah. very briefly um the scene where he's got the band-aid over his nose yeah. uh and talking in the um you know, like where did the band-aid come from but yeah they, they Jake
0: will be an interesting character if we continue on with this well, story they did it um i mean they did that one first off where he was in like i don't know if it, i think it was episode one just before he jumped in the in the the cupcake van or he, he killed everybody because that wasn't mark that was um jake that was jake. it was way right back in episode one I think that was episode one or uh, episode two that we had him. And then obviously we had him then do another fight scene on top of the, um, the, yeah, the, the roofs in, in Cairo where he, yeah, there was one in Cairo where um, he, so, so by the time we got there, it was like, you know, they, they they've been playing up on this idea of like when, it, when it really matters, he takes over and he will kill everybody right and he would do it. and yeah no, and then obviously just like seeing and um, conchu in a suit in the back of a limo just i just love that i just thought that was so good so cool. the only part of that
1: scene i didn't like though was it was another indication of um the villain of the series has if not gotten away is still alive right yeah. you know and uh we had this with falcon in the winter soldier too where the uh some of the super soldiers who were left were being carted away to prison and yeah. you're like okay they, we can use them for a later series, and then, oh no! Well, they get blown up, and uh, he get, uh, you know, Ethan Hawke's character gets shot a couple times by Jake, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess we're not allowed to have recurring villains. Still, uh, ten years. Yeah, that's a, that,
0: that is a shame because uh, he was such a great villain. He was a very good villain. I,
1: I would have liked to have learned more about his character, and I would love for him to come back for the sequel, even if it's just in flashbacks with him. With, with maybe Khonshu showing what he was as Moon Knight
0: rather than um, what
1: what Oscar Isaac's character is as
0: Moon Knight. Yeah, and also there was a whole thing as well with uh, Moon Knight. A lot of people like, you know, this this quest and this hunger for cameos, they're, they're just a constant like, and apparently there was cameos, um, they were planning on something with Echo. There was also talk of Eternals coming in as well. That was, I'm um, going to be a flashback scene from thousands of years ago. and they didn't do any of that. And I actually think that worked good because I think sometimes cameos can distract and be it's yeah, it's a nice bit of cherry on the top, but especially with Star Wars, they were relying on it too much. And I actually liked that they didn't do that with Moonlight. They've kept it because also we don't know when this happened. Did this happen before blip, after blip, right now? Did he get blip? Did he not get you know, they are this could have happened five, ten years ago. Because we don't yeah, really I, know. I got the feeling that it's
1: it's now, yeah. so to speak. Um it, with the lack of any other evidence, I would assume that it's coming out at the time yeah. that it's coming out. You know, unlike Captain Marvel, which is very explicitly yeah. back in like the eighties. Um having said that, I think it would have been hilarious if like Mark had been blipped, but uh, but Steven had not or something weird. It, like would, that, that. Would, that, would that work? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I'm not I'm not saying like the, that they should have done that. I don't know how that would work, but that would still have been like, oh, okay. Or or Mark and Steven get blipped and Jake is the only one operating for like yeah. five years. It, it would have been an interesting thing. That said, um, the Eternals at least would have been an interesting one in a flashback, not drawing attention, not being yeah. like, oh, look, it's, um, you know, Icarus or whatever, yeah. but just like him incidentally there. And if you haven't seen the Eternals, you're just like, oh, it's just a character who's talking to Conshu or whatever. But uh, I can see why they didn't too. And especially. If the apparently it
0: was probably, the money.
1: <laughs> that's where I was going with it. You could tell that the budget was pretty stretched by the end there. That's uh, having said that though, you know, Conshu and uh, the alligator and the hippo, they all looked fantastic. Yeah. For the most
0: part. Yeah. Um. There's a kind of. There's been a lot of like issues of like people saying about. The, definitely the the finale felt a bit rushed and they might have needed a little another episode or two to kind of work this one out. And I, I kind of see where they were going with this one. I was like, yeah, it felt like everything got wrapped up really quickly. Um. Which in some ways is it's like, well, you know where they're going. They might as well just get to it. Um. I, um and obviously we had the big battle with the and I, I I loved that. I mean, I also just. The flipping between the different costumes, because we've also, we've not seen Moon Knight um, with Jake in charge as well. You know, that was all kept. Because apparently, um, because I put up an interview with the costume designer, Megan, um, like two weeks ago. But in a recent interview, because they've been doing quite a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks. They said that if they would have done it, like his would have been like all black. His would have been a very different costume if she was designing it. But like how it was in the comic books. But obviously they've got that whole thing to go yet.
1: Right, there, there was a stealth version of the suit at one point in the comics. What I personally would have gone with would be the Conchu Bone costume, yeah. which looks kind of like Mark's, but it's overlaid with um, like a breastplate made out of bones, mm-hmm. and it would have mirrored kind of Conchu's appearance a bit. Yeah. But we'll we'll see if they decide to give Jake his own costume. If we even get uh, that's that's the real problem at the moment is will there be a continuation of this story? You know. Uh, Doctor Strange ends with, you know, such and yeah. such will return. This doesn't have any, we will see Moon Knight again in Echo or yeah. Loki season two or whatever. So there's been
0: a lot of talk. Because obviously, like, some of some the people have been, some of the ex- um, people that were on this show and stuff, talking about how, you know, it's coming back. And then it's like, but the pit been put in for an Emmy. But, you know, like you said, it could become Moon Knight season two. could be Moon Knight, Fist of Khonshu. And therefore, technically, it's a new show or Moon Knight is going to turn up in um, Werewolf by Night, or there's going to be maybe even a Midnight Suns film where they bring in all these characters in at once, and therefore we've kind of got our sort of supernaturality. I have got no doubt that he's coming back at some point, but I also feel like it could be a couple of years. But this series as a whole was a nice single entity. If he didn't come back, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I also want to see him back and the thing is with marvel you know they're not going to leave anything but this feels like more of a this was his origin to bring him on to the big screen um how they it's like that kind of thing but if he turns up in a movie midnight suns with blade and a dark Knight and werewolf by night and or even if they do a a big soup up team up you know that will work and they can bring him in for an episode or two and it will work and i think that will um, oh, and they can then do a second season. They probably might be like, you know, like with Oscar of like, uh, or you're a bit busy over the next two years. We'll bring you back in three years and book you in that way. Um, I've got no doubt that Moon Knight is coming back. And also, there is the other advantage: they can bring him back in his suit with a voiceover and do like oh, a Mandalorian, like Mandalorian, Mandalorian yeah. style, yeah. Yeah, and therefore he's actually he's in it, but he's not really actually required to be there for very much.
1: I mean, that's an advantage that a lot of the superheroes have. I mean, they've been very careful to make sure that most of the costumes up to now have been. Um, you can clearly see that it's Chris Evans under yeah. the, the costume or things like that with very
0: few full masks. But Moon Knight is a full mask, we could see. Well, they could they could put Moon Knight in any of them in his full costume. And for a, a few scenes or just and, you know, he literally only has to do a few scenes maybe as Mark. Um but yeah no I I loved it. I thought the finale um it definitely Moon Knight has been one of my favorite series so far. It's it I think because it was fresh it it just felt so original, so different and I really like that about this one. It was definitely um for me one of the one of the best ones so far. Yes.
1: Uh, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I've obviously been a Moon Knight fan since the 90s. I've, I've mentioned that before. So it was great to see him get up on the screen and I have no problem with the changes that were made a lot of it you know worked for the show. The one issue overall so not just episode 6 but in general was they really kind of faded in and out on the psychological aspect of it. Especially in the last episode like the psychology was was basically gone. It was like mm-hmm. no we're we're just going to we're going to have fun in this fight where you're switching back between Mr. Knight and Moon Knight and uh and they're really getting along but the whole you know, is it happening? Is it not happening? Is it in his head? Just kind of disappeared. And they, and they went into a, a much more traditional superhero fight at the end. Nothing wrong with that. But especially with this being the same week that, uh, you know, uh, Doctor That's Strange cool. came out, with, which showed us, you know, some, if not true horror, at least, you know, hmm. proper psychological messing with your head kind of stuff is like, uh, you backed off when you should have maybe leaned into it just a yeah. little bit more. Yeah,
0: because it's funny, because it was a 16, so it's actually technically, like, rated higher than um, Doctor Strange. Um I feel like this series really could have done with being two weeks earlier. If they'd shifted this whole thing back, um, just, and it launched like mid-March, and it was out the way before Doctor Strange, I think it would have, because it literally was just like, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> I'm literally on there like Wednesday morning, going right, Doctor. You know we got moon Knight this morning, and this time tomorrow I'm going to the cinema to see Doctor Strange. So there's like no time to like, um, like go over it. So no, I I I enjoyed the series. It's definitely a highlight. um It's again, you know, we we ain't got too long. We've only got a few weeks, and then we got Miss Marvel, and which again is another series. I'm just I, this year for me was much more with the uh moonlight miss marvel's she-hulk or the series i always was much more excited about because this was the new this was the These fresh are... this was the new heroes that we've not seen they're going to do an origin but have a little bit long because if this was a movie that that moonlight movie would have been a, a lot of this stuff would have got lost a lot of it
1: would have lost but also I, I might say that being forced into the shorter time span might have tightened it up a bit too because there was a little bit of bloat in this one mm. uh, in the series overall yeah uh it, which is weird for us to say that because I know the other thing is like well they should maybe have had another episode but yeah
0: it yeah. was that kind of thing you're almost like if you're gonna stretch it out you need to have it long enough to do it. But if you aren't gonna stretch it out then it needs to, to be tightened down. But right. overall I, I, I thought it was a great show. I really enjoyed enjoyed this one. Um I really got like I the complaints on it are like you know, if I was to put this as a whole, like I would say, probably a four point five out of five for the entire series, for the inter- all six episodes in one go, and I have watched five. I've watched uh, the only last. I haven't watched the second, the last one twice, and I rarely did that for a series. Actually, I, I, the first episodes, I think, I've actually watched three times, which I just never did. Which is um, really showing for this of how fresh, because it just it was a really good, really good series. It- it's a shift on uh, on what Marvel has done, which
1: is, again, what this, the franchise needs. Mm. Um, that said, it's not perfect. There's a lot of problems with it. There's some pacing issues. You can tell it got impacted by COVID. They did a much better job of disguising that than, say, Boba Fett did. Um, I want to see more of the character. Yeah, it, it's... It's a lot of fun. I will watch it again at some point, especially having seen the whole series. So now you've got, you you know, what's going on and seeing what kind of little bits did they leave in the first couple Mm -hmm. episodes? I'm sure there are other um, Jake moments that we we attributed to Mark at the time, but are probably not actually Mark.
0: And it'll be interesting
1: to see those setups that we missed the first time because we didn't know where they were going yet.
0: Yeah, no, def- definitely a, f- a fun little episode. On that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us this week for this week's episode of the What's on Disney Plus podcast. We'll be at next week with another one. And next week, we'll be talking about at least Snickerella. We'll have also got – um and then there's a financial results next week as well. So we should have a little bit of an, some business news to talk about. And then in two weeks' time, we'll be talking about Doctor Strange, but also the FX series Pistol there'll be some stuff coming up and um, so on that note guys thank you very much see you guys soon. Laters. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com like follow and subscribe. Also a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships and I just see you guys in another video. Laters.